Welcome to the Taking the Leap podcast. I'm Dr. Haley, a physical therapist and athletic trainer who specializes in treating gymnasts and dancers. This podcast has been created for gymnasts, dancers, their coaches, and their parents. Here we will talk to industry experts, athletes, and coaches who will share with us their advice on how to be successful in practice and competition. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's take the leap. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode two of Taking the Leap. I'm your host, Dr. Haley, and today I'm interviewing a professional dancer from Royal Caribbean. Her name is Maddie Mandelbaum, and she's going to give a little bit about her story and then advice to dancers who maybe want to dance professionally. Thank you so much for listening. Hi, Maddie. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited for my listeners to get to chat with you and hear what you have to say today. Um, Maddie is a professional dancer. She has danced for Royal Caribbean, just super cool. And so today we're going to talk about how she's kind of gotten here, what her training has looked like, and maybe some advice if you guys want to become a professional dancer just like Maddie. Maddie, can you tell me a little bit about your dance experience growing up and kind of how you've gotten to where you are today? I started at age three, started dancing with ballet and tap, and then that slowly started evolving. We added some jazz in there, some other fun genres, and then I really started branching out of the studio to try to take from new teachers, so did a lot of conventions. Then at age eight, I started competing was a comp kid through and through. Loved competition. I missed the adrenaline rush of that. Um, I did that all through high school. And then once I graduated, I thought, oh, I don't want to study dance in college. I didn't really do a lot of, I guess, research, I would say, which will come to the part of my advice later (laughs) is researching. But um, in college, I did do collegiate dance team at Butler University which was one of the best experiences of my life, being so involved in the school and also being able to include my passion of dance. And that was amazing. And I was a dance captain my senior year. And it was an incredible leadership experience. Then after graduating, I was like thinking I was done with dance, went into profession mode, went to work at Disney World for a couple months in merchandise, not dance related, came back, got a desk job. I loved it, though, but as a dancer, it's boring. Then I was offered a coaching position at Butler University. So I started coaching the team that I was once on, which was full circle moment, really cool. Then COVID hit. And as for everyone, it was a time for a lot of reflection. And I really thought about how I wished I was still dancing. I took a leap and applied for theater arts preparatory school in Las Vegas, where it's a trade school for singing, dancing, and acting. I applied for that, found out the same day that I got in, and then I moved to Vegas a few months later, hit training really hard. People or different acting directors came in and auditioned us. I left the program early with a contract from Royal Caribbean, and then I just finished my eight-month contract with them as a professional dancer vocalist. 
And oh my gosh. Now. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Long, well, long journey. <laughs> but that's amazing. And it's really cool that you kind of left the dance world and then realized that, you know what, this is what I'm supposed to do. And you jumped back into it. So that is so cool. I love that. Can you talk about the theater arts preparatory school just for dancers who want to go dance professionally? Do you have to be a certain age to go there? How does that work? So the theater arts preparatory school participants in the program are new high school graduates. So most of them were 17, 18, but I was one of the older ones as 25. So there's not really an age limit, which is awesome. So you go and you train hard for six months make these connections, get exposed to professionals in the dance world in Vegas and within Vegas. And then also we had people come in from New York and LA. So made lots of connections with different agencies, different cruise lines to come in and kind of get our names out there. And it's supposed to be a quick turnaround. So you kind of jam pack a lot of different education in there and experience. Yeah. That is so cool. Which is amazing. That's amazing. That's how I met you. I remember you were dancing there and we met online. I've never met you in person, which is crazy because I feel like I've known you for so long. I know. Um, Yeah. And we ended up doing rehab online together. And then you ended up getting accepted to Royal Caribbean, which is amazing. Um, Can you tell our audience just how that experience was and kind of what your role was on the ship? and so forth. I was a dancer vocalist on Voyager of the Seas. Our cast was in two production shows that we performed twice each during cruise. I was also a a character performer in a parade on the ship that we did twice a cruise. Um, And I was also in charge of different safety duties on the ship as well. Um, It was an incredible experience getting to travel and getting to perform, do what I love. I met so many amazing people from all over the world, not only in my class, but on the ship. I made so many amazing friends. I grew so much as a performer, transitioning from the mentality of a competition kid to a professional dancer was a really hard transition. I would often leave stage and think, oh, I I messed up on this thing and, you know, listing off all these things like you would do after coming off stage of a competition. And then I realized I can't be hard on myself. I need to enjoy. I'm a professional and move on. And I really grew in terms of my mental toughness and confidence in myself in this professional setting. And that was, the I think, the biggest takeaway as well as the relationships that I made is the growth as a performer. That's amazing because it's such a different mentality, especially when you've been critiqued your whole life on how to be better and how to make everything perfection. And then all of a sudden, now you're performing and people in the audience don't know they're there to be entertained and impressed. And so it's a different mentality, I'm sure. So what advice do you have for our dancers and parents maybe who are listening? believe in yourself. No one else will back you if you don't back yourself first. So important. And in order to build that confidence, I think exposing yourself to as many different things in the dance world and as a maybe a vocalist and an actor 
will help build your confidence and just help you create such a strong base to move forward. And it just makes everything seem more manageable when you're taking class, trying to pick up new styles. If you've practiced being surrounded and picking up new things, it just makes it a lot easier and diversifies your resume as a performer. That's awesome. So working with different genres and different teachers are going to be the most helpful. That's really cool. Okay, so touching base on what you mentioned earlier about doing some research to figure out what you want to do professionally or, you know, moving forward, what advice do you have related to that? Before college, I didn't do much research, but if I would have, I think I would potentially would have found a great collegiate dance program for me. But then once I decided I wanted to dance professionally, I did a lot of research on different paths to take if I should move across the country to New York or to California. But then in my case, I found theater arts preparatory school, did a lot of research, called the director, asked a lot of questions. And then it helped me confidently make the decision to go and do that because I knew all the things I needed to know before committing to that. Also, if you are to go into an audition or a class, always recommend researching the company. I researched Royal Caribbean and then I was able to confidently commit to that job because I knew it was a great company and just always research and educate yourself on new things. Again, exposing yourself, everything you can. (laughs) That's great. That's awesome advice because I think, you know, as a parent too, the parents can help their dancer prep for that. So Thank you so much for coming on and explaining your story and how you've been able to dance professionally. I feel like so many people are going to benefit from just hearing your pieces of advice. Thanks for being on the show. So much for having me. I love sharing my journey and I hope that it inspires and helps others. Awesome. Thank you so much. So that was episode two. Thank you so much for listening. I just wanted to let you know that episode three will drop next Tuesday. And thank you for listening and sticking it out with me. This is definitely a learning curve and trying to figure out how to interview people as well as edit and upload all of this podcast information has been quite the task. But Next week, we are listening to a dancer who danced also on Royal Caribbean, but then has gone and danced um, for Moulin Rouge in Paris. I am excited to have you back next week. You can find me at All Around Rehab on Instagram, or you can also find me at podcast.takingtheleap for all the information on this podcast and my episodes. All right. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for taking the leap.